This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Audrey Tan for The Straits Times in The Straits Times podcast on climate action and tropical rainforests. And my guest is Dr. Arif Vijaya, Senior Manager of Climate and Forests at WRI Indonesia. So Dr. Arif, would you be able to share with us about the importance of tropical rainforests? Sure, thanks Audrey. So basically, um, there are three key roles of tropical rainforest ecosystem. One, tropical rainforest is actually the major carbon sink of the world. It has more productive ability to store carbons compared to other forest ecosystems, including temperate and subtropical forests. So um, the carbon sink actually comes from the ability of the tropical trees, tropical rainforest trees that could absorb substantial carbons, not to mention also the carbon stored on the mineral soil and on peatlands. Tropical peatlands is also a very effective sink for carbons. You could imagine once the trees are cut or felled, then these carbons will instantly emit to the atmosphere. The second is that tropical rainforest also homes for um, thousands of plants and animals, including big mammals, birds, and also different types of species. In tropical forests, one hectare of areas could be a home of up to 50 different tree species. And the third recent study also found that of about 1.5, 1.6 billion people worldwide, they are actually a forest-dependent people. So they live in the surrounding of forests, specifically in, a, in the tropical regions. Their livelihood really depends on the resources available in, in the forest. Not only the timber, but also non-timber resources like rubber, honey, and then other forest products. Mm, that's interesting. So the role of the tropical rainforest as a carbon sink, I mean, this has been an issue that has emerged on the global climate agenda at meetings like COP. So the reason why tropical rainforests can sequester so much carbon from the atmosphere is because of photosynthesis, right? Mm -hmm. So what makes tropical rainforests more efficient carbon sinks compared to temperate forests? I mean, there are trees there too. Two reasons why um, tropical rainforests are more effective as carbon sink compared to other forest ecosystems. One is because the daily light that goes along the years is constant. The sunlight is always there, so the photosynthesis process also becomes more productive. And the second also because of the rainfall that actually more frequent and higher of the precipitation or the rainfall in the tropical regions compared to the temperate and, and subtropical regions. So this actually two major causes why tropical rainforest becomes more important in terms of the carbon sink compared to other forest ecosystems. Oh yes, I remember the photosynthesis equation from my yeah. science lessons in school. <laughs> Okay, so would you be able to tell us more about where tropical rainforests can be found? Tropical rainforests, I mean, obviously they are found around the equator, but yeah. where exactly? There are three biomes of that possess the biggest um, tropical rainforest system worldwide. The largest one is in, in the Amazon, in Latin America, and the second um, tropical rainforest ecosystem is in, in Africa, in Central Africa, in, in DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo, and the third is in Southeast Asia, and that consists of Indonesia, Malaysia, Vietnam. This is actually the three um, biggest tropical forest regime in the world. Oh, okay. This year's United Nations Climate Change Conference will be held in Chile, which is in a Latin America country, which that region has lots of tropical rainforest too. Would you be able to share with our listeners about, you know, what are some regional differences between tropical rainforests in places like Southeast Asia versus the Americas? 
Well, tropical rainforest always exists in the areas uh, along, along the tropics with relatively high precipitations and the daylight or the sunlight that is more frequent. For sure that the, the biodiversity is one common thing that always happens in the tropical forest ecosystem across these three continents. However, the dominant three species and also the, the animals, they are different because of also, I guess it's, it's coming from prehistoric time where the initial plants in Southeast Asia may be different compared to those in Latin America, for example, and also in Africa. In terms of biodiversity and the carbon stocks, they are actually high in those aspects, but in terms of the, the animals, but also in the, in the tree species, the, the majority are, are quite distinct. So now if you like our conversation style podcast so far, do subscribe to the Straits Times podcast on Apple's iTunes or on Google Podcasts or even on Spotify and like us and give us a rating. So now back to our conversation with Dr. Arif, who studies climate and forests at the World Resources Institute Indonesia. Dr. Arif, you know, we have talked about how important tropical rainforests are to the global climate system. Would you be able to share like some existing programs on the international level that focus on protecting rainforests, such as the Red Plus program? There are different global initiatives, for sure, that is trying to protect a global rainforest. So Red Plus is one of those, whereby countries, or mainly uh, developing countries, forested countries, like Indonesia, Brazil, Guyana, for example, or Cameroon, they could get the compensation if they may be able to reduce emissions from deforestation, forest degradation, at the same time also to improve the carbon stock from forest conservation and sustainable forest management. Another, in terms of the, the Red Plus initiatives, the UNFCCC COP negotiations already settled on the MRV, on the design, how the Red Plus should be implemented and will be implemented. One of the issues, the sticking issues, is actually on the uh, carbon market negotiations or, or approach that until now, I don't think that there is an operational carbon markets that could provide this incentive from developed countries or donors to the recipient countries. And the second, also a global initiatives on restorations. This is quite important as well because in numbers of regions, in the forested regions, including specifically in, in the tropics, in Latin America, in, in Africa, also in Southeast Asia, there are quite substantial areas that already been degraded. Indonesia, I think like 24 to 30 million hectares of areas already been degraded. So the global initiatives like AFR 100 trying to restore 100 million hectares of areas in the Africa. And then in, in Latin America, there is an initiative called Initiative 20 by 20, trying to um, achieve or to restore 20 million hectares of degraded land by 2020. This global initiative is also trying to restore the forest ecosystem to the initial conditions. And there are some other initiatives, of course, like the UNCBD on, on uh, biodiversity and, and some others uh, working on, on wetlands. All in all, this global initiative could be a trigger for a better forest management across the regions if this is also supported with a clear mechanism and incentive design that could help in implementing the, um, the activities. Lastly, can you share with our listeners what inspires you to study forests? I grew up in Kalimantan, so I, I spent my childhood in central Kalimantan and then we moved to um, East Kalimantan. And back in 1997-98, I was in East Kalimantan. That was during the, the big fire events that time. And I still remember I was in the elementary school and the school was closed. The weather is really bad. It's choked everywhere. Since then, I think 
I found my peace when I'm in, in the forest because of, of that and I see that I know that the forest is important not only because of the biodiversity and the carbon stocks but also forest is important for normal people for many of the people in Indonesia but also um, across the world and then when I grew up I studied about forest and climate change then I realized that forest is actually also important for uh, the global populations mm. also for our children and that's why I'm then becoming more interested to the study on, on this field of study. Thank you, Dr. Ari, for sharing your inspiring story with us. Thank you very much, Audrey. So, well, that's a wrap for the Straits Times episode on climate change and the role of tropical rainforests. Do subscribe to the Straits Times podcast on Apple's iTunes or on Google's podcast or even on Spotify and like us and give us a rating. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcasts at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.